On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, it looks like James Harden is dealing with a little sore Achilles, questionable for tonight's game against the Chicago Bulls. Is this something that we need to worry about? We'll dive into it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On. That's all caps in the game. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia alongside my co-host Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. What's happening, Keith? What's popping, D? Uh, not much, man. Getting ready for this four-game trip. You are in Chicago, so we dive into all of that. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including as always, on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Not this time. Not today, huh, Keith? <laughs> nah, nah, not today. Not today, unfortunately. So we'll be uh, back on YouTube, hopefully by tomorrow. No worries. But you do have us in podcast form. We hope you're able to enjoy it that way. Make sure you check us out, as always, wherever you get your podcast, uh, wherever you're able to stream it. But, Keith, we got a lot to get into. We got to give our keys to the game of how they come back on this second part of the home and home against the Chicago Bulls in Chicago and win this one. And they may have to do so a little bit without James Harden. We'll see, but certainly they'll have DeAnthony Melton. Hopefully he can help out. We'll talk about him in the second segment, but first Keith, you wrote a story because the injury report is already out for the 76ers and the Chicago Bulls game tomorrow night. And it looks like right now, James Harden is listed as questionable because of Achilles soreness. Now, Coach Rivers talked about it last night after the game, Keith, pardon me, uh, after the game on Monday night uh, where we discussed it on our podcast on Monday where he pointed out he felt like James Harden's poor performance was due to his sore left foot in which he missed 14 games due to that fracture that he suffered earlier in the season. But now on the injury report, Keith, it says sore Achilles. Uh, What are we to take away from this? Is this something that we should worry about uh, right now in the short term is it something we should be worrying about long term or is it something that's just a little bit of a a little maintenance thing that they may be doing for their point guard i don't know whenever you say achilles uh, i think it's one of those things you got to be 100 you got to be careful with that i mean because you know sometimes you hear people saying sore this sore that and like and here's the thing like the, the whole sore thing to me is is uh it's kind of like you're not really telling people what's wrong with them. Like, you're not saying it's ruptured. You're not saying it's strained. You're not saying this. You're just saying it's sore. Well, if it's, if it's injured, I mean, if he injured it, of course it's going to be sore. It's kind of like hitting your hand um, in the in the door. And, yeah, it's going to be sore. You're going to be in a lot of pain. So it's not really – they're not really disclosing what's wrong with it. 
But the fact that Doc mentioned that, I thought it was his foot. And and then now we're 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 hearing that he has a sore Achilles and he's listed as questionable. Now the thing is typically things could change, but typically when the 76ers have somebody listed as questionable besides Joel Embiid, they don't play. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? They just don't play. I mean, they'll tell you, oh, he's questionable, but the guy doesn't practice, he doesn't do anything. And he's always a game time decision. So, like to me, the Sixers are not having shoot around this morning. Um, so, I don't know. That kind of le- either they're just tired or leads me to believe that James is going to play. And D, I got to ask you this: Would you play? You know, I, I know it's an important game. All of them are. But when you think of Harden and the success that the Sixers are going to have. You need Harden to be 100% healthy in the playoffs, you know. So I, I don't know, D, would you play him? Well, there's 11 games left. So if we're looking at it uh, long term, of course, with the eye on the playoffs, since we're getting so much closer, no, I would not play him against Chicago tonight. Now we can reevaluate things for Friday and Saturday and even next Monday. I certainly wouldn't play him in the back-to-back situation against Golden State and Phoenix. So, no, um, again, to answer your question, I would not because while these are important, I think they're good enough where they can still keep themselves ahead of the Cleveland Cavaliers in the third spot, Keith, in the Eastern Conference standings. And if they're able to do that, although you wouldn't have home court advantage against the Boston Celtics, and I'm, I'm guessing the way we're talking here is that he's going to be able to play in the postseason, I would not risk anything further with him right now with so little games left in the regular season now they're all important so i'm not giving these games away i just simply think that you have enough where you can in fact um make sure that you uh get through those games pick up a couple of those wins to maintain that third seed in the eastern conference so again no i would not play them against chicago nah me either um you know, I, I wouldn't do that either. You know, what's what's scary to me though? Mm-hmm. So it's like right now you got this, you got the PJ Tucker situation where he done missed he missed two games already. And then you have um what's the guy? Um then you have Jalen McDaniels who missed yeah, with the hip. Yeah. Yeah, the hip. So again, it's not quite hit the panic mode, but if if like Sixers pass, like you know, the things that the Sixers pass, people are probably like, Oh, oh my gosh. But I mean, it just seems like they're wearing down right about now. But, um, yeah, Harden, yeah, don't play them, rest them up. The only thing is, it would be best if the, I mean, now you regret not if you're the Sixers, you kind of regret not getting a guard, you know, what I mean, getting the extra guard to help you out. Well, the odd thing for the game in particular, Keith, on Monday night was he played 46 minutes and, exactly. and, and into the second overtime. So if, if there was something, was it something that wasn't said, that he didn't say anything to the coaching staff or any of the training staff about him needing to take a rest and sit down? When did this happen? Was it that play where it looked like he was fouled by, what was it, DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine when he fell awkwardly out of bounds? Mm-hmm. When, you know, when did it happen? And, 
and 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 why did he play 46 minutes if that was the case especially when doc rivers talked about he thought the foot may have been bothering him uh, by the end of the game so just just odd and um uh, we'll, we'll continue to monitor it because as we've talked about man he's probably the x factor for their success in the postseason and a potential deep run so this is this is an important one. I'm not panicking yet because they haven't shut him down. They haven't said that he's going to be out. And we saw him play 46 minutes <laughs> last night. So um, I'm, I'm sure they took a look at him and he's listed as questionable. Um, I'm not panicking yet. They've been lucky since the two main injuries with their backcourt earlier in the season to be able to keep everybody healthy and upright. And uh, it would be a shame if they didn't have their second arguably their second best player on the team going into the postseason. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. All right, when we come back, we were talking about – we were going to talk about him anyway, and if James Harden does not play against Chicago, we think the man who would take his place in the starting lineup would be DeAnthony Melton because that's typically what happens. We wanted to talk about his really good game on Monday against Chicago and what he has been doing since returning to the bench. Why? It's important for him to stay aggressive off the bench for this team and – even in spot start duties for the 76ers. We'll get into that next right here on Locked On 76ers. And as we talk about the Philadelphia squad taking on Chicago, I got to tell you about Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. I'm really excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game again, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Of course you have. You sat around with your friends, your family, putting a team together and questioning what your actual team's uh, leadership, if you will, has tried to do and putting the team together to maybe little success. Well, your dream can come true. And this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season and lead your team to glory. You are responsible for hiring the right coaches and assistants. I never have that problem because I have Keith Pompey on my staff, trading and training players making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. I've done it. I put together a really good squad. I don't have any Philadelphia players, but I do have a few players that, of course, that you would know who they are. And I'm um, having some success, again, with my squad. So you can do the same thing. Locked On 76ers listens, listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com, Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. That is Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens with you here. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. 19 points, Keith, in Monday's loss to the Chicago Bulls in double overtime. That was the number for DeAnthony Melton. He had five three-pointers. He had three steals and a blocked shot. He has been a terror defensively over these last four games with how he's been able to play defensively and pick up these steals against Indiana. He had six, three against Chicago on Monday, nine steals in two games, four and a half 
in these last two games is, is not nothing. It's pretty important. And uh, he has been, again, looking like himself. And part of that, Keith, I think, is because of his return to the bench. And as he has returned to the bench, he has been more aggressive. Now, if James Harden is going to be out, he's going to have to have that same mentality like he did in the game against the Indiana Pacers on Saturday in their victory. What are you seeing differently from him back on the bench? And why was he able to play so effectively and have the impact that he did, even in a four-point loss in overtime? Well, I, I see two things. I, I think the one thing, like you said, he's more, um, you know, he he's 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 more in his comfort zone. You know, mm-hmm. he he is. He's more in his comfort zone. There's like less pressure. Like, let's face it, it's a pressure-packed situation for him. You know, being the starter and having to do this. Now he comes off the bench and he's back in his role. But something else he also talked to me about was is like now his role is completely different too. He said, because before when he was on the floor with Tobias, uh, Embiid, and Harden, it was kind of sort of like, you know, hey, you come here and you just space the floor. And, you know, you're not looked to shoot. You're not looked to do anything. But when he comes off the bench now, it's like they're looking for him to handle. They're looking for him to attack. They're looking for him to do a lot of other things. And he was just saying like, you know, you just get more touches. Not not like he was upset about, you know, the other thing, but it's just now there's more touches for him and more opportunities for him to be aggressive. But I honestly think that this role is less pressure-packed for him. He's going – I mean, let's face it. You know, he's kind of like a career backup, right? And then all of a sudden – you're like in the starting lineup and you got all these roles and you got to put out fires, but you also got to stretch the floor. Now he can just come in there and just play basketball. And that's what he's doing. He's doing it effectively. I, I like, I like that. And, um, you know, he's, he's honest about his, his role and it's tough to play with those other three guys when you're the fourth option with Tobias Harris being the third and PJ Tucker being the fifth. It is definitely a little bit different, man. And that mindset, you know where the shots are going to have to come from first. Now, James Harden will set you up and get you those opportunities. But for the most part, the ball is running through Joel Embiid. And you have to be uh, opportunistic when the ball does find you. And, you, of course, you're trying to make the best play for the team. But you also want to score. Everybody wants to score and make the right play and see it happen that way. But he, he is really, as you said, in the comfort zone, coming off the bench, being that Swiss Army knight, being the guy that can step in in a pinch, but he is more effective. And I think it also helps out with their depth overall and what they're able to do and the lineup changes that they can make in-game with him coming off the bench where there's that versatility because of his defense. He can play with smaller guys like Maxi. He can play with Harden, who's a, you know, a little bit bigger in terms of uh, his build. But he can also go out there and play with some of the the, the taller players, the larger players, Jalen McDaniels, Daniel House on the same floor as he is with Tobias Harris or P.J. Tucker and Joel Embiid. The versatility, the options are are endless with him being able to do so many different things for your basketball team. So he's so valuable to what they do and so important that I'm so happy that he's getting that shot back. He's a streaky shooter and the shot is falling. Once again, as he knocked down, as we said, five three-pointers on Monday night in that loss. So they may need him in a bigger way if James Harden is out for any extended period of time. 
But right now in his role and what he is doing, he is definitely playing that role and playing it very well. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. All right, final segment for us, and that will be discussing the game tonight. How did they get this one done? Why this is important? I was fine with them losing on Monday. Can't lose on Wednesday, even if James Harden does not play. We'll dive into it next, give our keys to this game, what needs to happen, the key matchups right here on Locked On 76ers. The tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to three drains. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com backslash locked on. That's FanDuel.com backslash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. All right, Keith. We saw how things went. We were not alarmed by the loss on Monday to the Bulls in double overtime. Honestly, the way that they played, 21 turnovers leading to 24 points. They had no business winning it, but they were right there in it. And for me, that was a little bit encouraging, being that their defense was so good in that game against the Chicago Bulls. They just shot themselves in the foot based on the turnovers, the high number of turnovers, big volume number of turnovers by that team. On Monday, what needs to change? What needs to happen in this one? Chicago has won two games out of the three on the campaign this year. This is the fourth and final matchup between these teams. Maybe they face off in the playoffs. The Chicago wins in that play-in tournament and advances to the actual playoff with the top six teams. What are you looking at, Keith, that needs to happen for this group to um, pick up the W tonight and win game number 49? I mean, the main thing is they got to have better, do a better job of handling the ball. Like they were just struggling mightily. I mean, that's number one. That's the number one thing. Um, You know, but but I also think that in addition to that, they got to, they, in addition to handling the ball, they got to make the offense go a little bit more smoother. I mean, if you looked at it, it was a lot of late in the in the possession uh, situations, like shot clock, where, you know, they stopped doing it before they would, like, pass the ball around. But you saw a guy, like, five seconds left, he's dribbling, and then he's trying to initiate the offense, and they're rushing to do things. I think it just has to be a whole lot smoother from there. They just have to, A, not turn the ball over and and do a better job initiating the offense. Listen, man, I say it uh, a lot, and I'll say it again for this particular game. I'm with you. They have to protect the basketball. That's what got them. Yes, James Harden shot poorly two for 14. I'm not saying that Patrick Beverly is James Harden, but his 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 uh, field goal attempts and percentage – he only made two shots also. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. 
Um, and I'm, I'm pointing that out for the Sixer fans who might say, that's ridiculous. James Harden is not, you know, Patrick Beverly is not James Harden. Well, no, but Patrick Beverly has been playing better since he's been in Chicago. He started 11 games before Monday, and the game, 12th game, was on Monday, and they won that one. They're now 8-4, and four, and he's been playing pretty well, shooting the ball pretty well from, from the perimeter, impacting the game. So I only bring that up for that reason that they kind of offset each other with their point to it. I believe Patrick Beverly had six while James Harden had five. So in this one, you, you really have to protect the basketball, shoot a better percentage. They can't be shooting the basketball the way that they did where, again, they were sluggish. We gave them an out, if you will, in this one. I don't know that we can give them another one if they lose the game and it looks terrible against this Bulls team as they start off this trip. Now, I think they um, – and you can give your thoughts on this. I think on this one, based on what they've done in the past on the road, Two and two is is uh, I think is is a successful road trip for this particular trip, based on how we've seen things. Especially if James Harden is not going to be able to go, but we'll find out a little bit more come game time. But turnovers, shooting the ball much better, and I think they'll be in a pretty good spot. Keith, the execution, as you mentioned, is also a vital point of what they have to do in order to win this game against Chicago tonight and keep pace with Boston in the standings. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is it's kind of all right. I, I still think that they can. I, I don't know. Like, I, I still think that because I'm looking at this team, James is, is a ingredient. Like, he's going to help them get to the playoffs. But I also think that guys got to step up. They got to step up. Like, Shake, early in the season, he was the guy. I mean, he was the man. Like, he was playing extremely well. Now it's time to see your shake. Now is your opportunity. You're going to get more touches. Come, you're going to play extended minutes, more minutes coming off the bench if James is out. So now you got to produce. Now, but I'm with you, the two and two. But if I'm the 76ers, I mean, I I, I still want to, because well, let's face it, they were the hottest team in the NBA, or they are the hottest team in the NBA since December the 9th. So, in order for them to win, some of these guys on the bench have to get used to making big shots, you know, doing a lot of other things um, over a consistent basis. So two and two sounds good, but but me, I, I, I'm if I'm the Sixers, I want no less than three and one. I'm trying to be realistic only because they in their in their two five game trips. <clears throat> pardon me including this last three, Keith, they've only lost one game in um, in those 13 games. Yeah. So 12 and one, and it is, is something that's, that's darn good in those particular trips that they've had there over the course of the two five-game trips plus the three-game roadie that they just came off of and now heading back on the road. I was looking at it, trying to be a little more realistic about yeah, you are. they are very, very good road team at 22 and 11. I think they are now. Um, is it possible? Sure. To win three. But I'll start off at least on, at the floor of give me two. And if you can give me three, then I'll be thrilled with, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Because it's not easy. I mean, you got guys, you got these teams, Golden State, they're trying to position themselves and and reclaim of what they need to before heading into the a postseason potential postseason opportunity 
and they went at home. They have an ugly road record, but they went at home. Phoenix trying to keep things going with no Kevin Durant. But again, opportunity positioned themselves in the West Coast. And then Denver is at the top, and they're trying to make sure that they let everybody know, including the Sixers, in a revenge type of game that, hey, we are the best team not only in the NBA but in the Western Conference. And, oh, by the way, Sixers, if we do see you in the championship, this is what we're going to do to you. So uh, that's why I try to be a little more realistic about it and say I'll take two. I'll take two, but hey, I'm not telling you you're wrong. You say three, I'll take two. No, no, nah, nah, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm saying, like, if oh, I'm team, numb, right. yeah, the team, the team. I mean, I'm with you. Well, if that's the case, then the go team. sweep it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, but yeah, I'm with you with that. I mean, as much as I want to think of that, I mean, losing James is it, going to be tough, but right. but some of the, but I would like to see some of these guys step up. That's what sure. I'm saying. Sure, but I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And shake, shake your right has not played like he did uh, when he was a starter and when he was getting more minutes. I, I really don't have an explanation for that. I don't. Um, they, they, they go to him when they go to him. They don't give him extended minutes anymore. When he is in there, he doesn't shoot as much as he did. He's a high volume guy, and it doesn't seem like he is has that same type of mentality when he's out there on the floor at the moment. So maybe maybe now if if Harden is out and he's going to be the primary guard coming off the bench, maybe we'll see that Shake Milton that you're talking about starting tonight against the Bulls. All right. Keith, thanks man. Appreciate it. And thanks everybody for making Locked on 76ers your first listen every day. Uh, on our next episode, we will of course break down this game against the Chicago Bulls as they kick off this four-game road trip. Now make your second listen locked on NBA, locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, can you let the good folks know where they can find us? Get your podcast at you can get this podcast, the other podcast. I mean, I'm just telling you. And when you go to our YouTube channel, hopefully we'll be back tomorrow. When you go to our YouTube channel, make sure you click on the Liberty Bell and you become a a new subscriber and and that'll work out so when you're a new subscriber you get notifications whenever we um come out with a podcast so that's kind of cool um also listen to my man d tonight from seven to midnight right and then after that make sure even before that make sure you follow d on twitter at devon g975 follow me on twitter at pompey on sixers and read my stuff in the philadelphia inquiry Appreciate it as always, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks, Keith. All right, man. Peace.